Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Acts. Today is episode 290. Look at Acts chapter 19, verses 11 through 20. Let's read our passage. God was performing extraordinary miracles by Paul's hands, so that even face cloths or aprons that had touched his skin were brought to the sick, and the diseases left them, and the evil spirits came out of them. Now some of the itinerant Jewish exorcists also attempted to pronounce the name of the Lord Jesus over those who had evil spirits, saying, I command you by the Jesus that Paul preaches. Seven sons of Sceva, a Jewish high priest, were doing this. The evil spirit answered them, I know Jesus, and I recognize Paul, but who are you? Then the man who had the evil spirit jumped on them, overpowered them all, and prevailed against them so that they ran out of the house naked and wounded. When this became known to everyone who lived in Ephesus, both Jews and Greeks, they became afraid, and the name of the Lord Jesus was held in high esteem. And many who had become believers came confessing and disclosing their practices, while many of those who had practiced magic collected their books and burned them in front of everyone. So they calculated their value and found it to be 50,000 pieces of silver. In this way, the word of the Lord spread and prevailed. Well, this is during Paul's time in Ephesus. He was three months going to the synagogue, proclaiming the gospel. Then he spends two years daily meeting at the lecture hall of Tyrannus. So sometime during this period, we have these events. And so here we see, um, we could call it spiritual warfare. We could call it uh, encountering the demonic. We could see the miracles being performed. And so let's just dive into it. Verse 11, God was performing extraordinary miracles by Paul's hands. So point here, God is the one doing the miracles. Paul's not doing miracles. God is doing miracles, but he's using Paul. He's doing them by Paul's hand. So miraculous things, healing, casting out of demons. These are probably the primary things we see going on. So verse 12, so that even face claws or aprons that had touched his skin were brought to the sick and the diseases left them and the evil spirits came out of them. That's we not comfortable with this sometimes, but we see other examples like this in the Bible where people who touched the hem of Jesus' cloak were healed. We see that in Mark chapter 5. Or people whom the shadow of Peter passed on as Peter was on his way to the temple would experience healing. We see that back in Acts chapter 5, verse 15. And so we think, this is really almost turning into magic kind of stuff with you touch a thing, you get healed. Well, it's not the thing. It's the powerful name of Jesus, which is where the healing is. It's it's faith. And so if someone has faith, it, they can be healed by Jesus, but they just need that little uh, extra touch, then apparently God is going along with this. But there's danger here of slipping into idolatry, slipping into magic. And that's what we see happening in verse 13. Now, some of the itinerant Jewish exorcists 
also attempted to pronounce the name of the Lord Jesus over those who had evil spirits, saying, I command you by the Jesus that Paul preaches. There's some problems here. Itinerant Jewish exorcists. They are trying to do magic here and uh, trying to cast out demons through some kind of magical thing. So they're obviously not mainline Jewish exorcists. They're, they're on the fringe of, of Judaism already. But they see what's happening. It's by the name of Jesus that these evil spirits are cast out. So if anybody could do it, the magic is saying, I cast you out in the name of Jesus. Well, no, it's the name of Jesus is our source of faith. And so it's by faith in Jesus and God's the one that does it, not us. So it's, uh, they, they've got, they, they recognize the power of the name of Jesus. They're just missing the whole faith thing, which is a key part of this. So verse 14, seven sons of Shiva, a Jewish high priest, were doing this. Let's pause right here. We got a problem. We know who the Jewish high priests were. We've got lists of them. And there's none of them named Shiva on this list. So there was no Jewish high priest named Shiva. Because the high priest is a single dude who's in Jerusalem. And once a year he goes into the Holy of Holies and offers a sacrifice for the people. So there's no Jewish high priest named Shiva. So we got some issues, and Luke doesn't go any further than this because it's who they actually are isn't the big deal. Is what happens is the big deal. So perhaps this Shiva is related to a high priest. He's part of the lineage from a high priestly family, and he's kind of claiming that himself. Or he could just be claiming that he's a high priest. But as we see these guys who are, kind of coloring outside the lines of Judaism already. And so his seven sons are itinerant exorcists. So he's probably not, nothing to do with a high priest, probably not even a priest. Verse 15, the evil spirit answered them, I know Jesus and I recognize Paul, but who are you? Then the man who had the evil spirit jumped on them, overpowered them all, prevailed against them, so that they ran out of the house naked and wounded. Okay, this is interesting. Lesson here, don't go trying to cast out demons in the name of Jesus if you're not a follower of Jesus. Because even the demon recognized the power of the name of Jesus. So when they said, I command you in the name of the Jesus that Paul preaches about. Well, that kind of lacks some authority right there. But he says, I, yeah, I know who Jesus is. I know who Paul is. Who are you? And then he whoops all seven of them. So bad that they run out of the house naked and wounded. Beat them bad. And so kind of humorous here. Of course, this is the days before YouTube, unfortunately. But they're getting caught up in the, the magic element of it. They're trying to do magic. And it's just like we saw earlier with Simon the Magician. He wanted to be able to do these things too. Where people are attracted to the, the power of the Lord. 
but they're not necessarily attracted to the Lord. They just want the power. Verse 17, when this became known to everyone who lived in Ephesus, both Jews and Greeks, they became afraid, and the name of the Lord Jesus was held in high esteem. Well, yeah, let's back to, we see the power of the name of Jesus. We see it's God that does these things, not people who do these things. And God uses people in doing things, but it's the power of the Lord that's at work here. This isn't magic that somebody can have themselves. Then verse 18, And many who had become believers came confessing and disclosing their practices. So he's talking specifically about magicians here. There was a lot of sorcery and magic and stuff going on in this area. And many of them are becoming believers. They're coming to faith in Jesus Christ and recognizing the error of what they were doing with this sorcery and magic. So it says they came confessing and disclosing. As a, just read over that quickly. You miss what's going on here. Because it's all about having the right magic spell, the right magic incantation. And it's secret you know, you may keep it written down, but you don't tell anybody about your magic incantation, your magic spell, because the part of the power of it is the secrecy of it. So the disclosing of it is rendering it, um, well, useless then. It's no longer secret. So they're confessing their sin, but they're also disclosing, that is, nullifying the magical spells that they had. Verse 19, while many of those who had practiced magic collected their books and burned them in front of everyone, so that they calculated their value and found it to be 50,000 pieces of silver. In this way, the word of the Lord spread and prevailed. So 50,000 pieces of silver, that's a lot of money. So there was a, a tremendous amount of these works that these magicians sorcerers possessed and they've come to Christ now they recognize the the sinfulness of what they've been doing and so they have a, a public burning of these things they used in their sinful actions so what do we learn from this well one we learn the power of Jesus over the the power of demons but even then sometimes even believers want to resort to almost magic but if I just do the right thing say the right prayer do it the right way, then God will do what I want. And so we, we fall into even a superstitious approach sometimes to, to faith versus just being led by the Spirit and seeing what God does and, and allows us to participate in. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through the book of Acts.